Support for Food for Thought on KNKX comes from the Great Washington Shakeout. When an earthquake occurs, be two weeks ready. Practice at home, work, or wherever you are. Drop, cover, and hold on. The statewide earthquake drill takes place at 10.15 a.m. October 15th. More at shakeout.org Washington. Hi, it's Stein. From an heirloom wooden bowl to a saucepan pulled out of the mud and in between a plastic corkscrew and rubber auto body mallet, food commentator Nancy Leeson and I talk about the kitchen stuff we're most sentimentally attached to on today's Food for Thought. Stein, I've been spending a lot of time in my kitchen, which is <laughs> nothing new for me or I'm shocked, you. I'm shocked, Nancy, simply shocked. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because we're all feeling extra emotional lately or what, but I've been thinking about the attachments I have to certain kitchen tools and implements. The same kind of attachment you would feel towards your old teddy bear from when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah, or like your favorite old sweater, right? So yeah. th- there's, a, there's a lot of things with emotional attachments that I keep in my kitchen but I don't use. There's an old cleaver Max salvaged from his mother's apartment when she died at 99. It was his grandmother's. We both love it. And it's hanging on our crowded magnetic knife rack. I mean, it's taking up all the space. We just like to look at it. Yeah. There's a green depression glass measuring cup my Aunt Rose gave this to me because I once admired it. And then she told me to make sure her grandson gets it someday after she and I have both dropped dead. I understand what you're talking about. We've got a few things at home, too. I don't know how emotionally attached I am to them, but I sure like them. And we do use them. One is an amber plastic corkscrew that DeGroote picked up somewhere in Red Lodge, Montana many years ago. It's difficult to describe how this thing works, but it's really clever. And I'll just put a picture of it on the, on the web post. But the most emotionally attached thing I think that we've ever had was this pot that she used for years and years and years. She had found it sticking out of the mud in Alder Lake from when she used to live up near Eatonville. It was a revereware pot, and it only had one handle. But she said, at the time, I did not have a pot. For any of the uses, a person might not have a pot. And so she grabbed it and just loved it. And every time we'd use it, she'd say, you know, I got that out of the lake. And then finally, the other handle fell off, and, you know, that was the end of it. That's what's interesting to me. I mean, there was a story behind it. And what better story to tell than that you pulled this thing out of the mud. That's why she loved it. There's a wooden church key that's painted like a slice of watermelon that I use all the time. I I remember buying it for like 50 cents or something at a yard sale in the late 80s. It's like a piece of folk art. It was old and it was well-loved when I bought it. And I often wonder, like, where did that come from? And get this. Early last month, the Seattle Times reran a story that I'd written many years ago about a big maple bowl I used to, to make Caesar salad. The lead on the story was this. My mother likes my sister more than she likes me, which explains why, when our grandmother passed away, Sherry got Bubby's wooden chopping bowl and I got Bupkis. Nothing. What I don't know is where the bowl came from. Was it my great-grandmother's? Was it a wedding gift? Did my grandfather buy it at the Five and Dime? My sister had never seen that story when it originally ran. She and I had had, and this is unusual, a falling out. And we didn't talk for like a week, which was huge for us. She read it online. And then guess what showed up in the mail? It was my grandmother's bowl that my sister had cleaned and oiled. It just was a little note that said, I love you. And I burst into tears. And now it's my most beloved thing. It sits on the table. It just gives me a thrill to look at it. So surely, Stein, you must have one thing like that that makes you feel you know. Well, first of all, Shirley Stein was my mother's name. 
but I do. It's my rubber auto body mallet that I got at the parts store years ago, and I use it for pounding meat. Not as romantic as your wooden bowl, but I feel so smug every time I use it because I don't need no stinking fancy pants gourmet shop meat pounding gizmo. I got my auto body mallet. Eaters, do you have stuff like we've been talking about? Let's hear about it. You can put a picture in, too, on the Food for Thought post at knkx.org. With KNKX food talker, Nancy. Bowled over by my sister's gift. Leeson. He is Dick. Still mallet-justed. Stein.